Welcome to the Queer Cauldron. Sit for a spell. This is Rosalie. And this is Timothy. And we're super excited to be back this week. Sorry, (laughs) we had kind of, uh, I had a family um, thing come up last week, but I'm excited to be back. Yes. So, yeah, I was actually really proud of us that we made it six episodes. Holy wow. Yes, before our schedules kind of went like, oh, crap, blah, blah. And like, yeah, sorry we're late this week as well. I know we talked about coming out with a new episode on Tuesday, but I got a new job, so I just wasn't able to to, uh, work around that. Right. So... We'll probably just sit down and discuss maybe during the break or after the show when we're going to... Because I would like us to have an actual day. Yeah, I mean, Saturdays seem to work pretty well for me. I don't know if your schedule's changing. We'll figure it out. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it after. Yes, so hopefully you guys will get a new Queer Cauldron like every Monday or every Tuesday or, you know, know, whatever. Consistency is important. Yeah, we decide to actually put it out, so... Heck yeah. Yes, so... Um, once again, you can reach out because I have been noticing we have been getting phone calls, which but no one leaves messages. Boo. Yes. Leave messages. Le- leave messages. And you know what? I had left in the um, voicemail that we were going to play it on air because, you know, um, I have seen other call in shows where like, you know, people they'll play. Well, they'll do that. that. Yeah. So if you don't want your message played on air, that's completely fine because maybe you don't want people to recognize your voice. Yeah, you can say that in the message. Just yeah, start off that- and say, hey, I don't want this played on the air, but I have a question or right. a comment. Right. So, and then, like I said, I'll, I'll probably change the voicemail to say that. But yeah, I mean, I we've gotten like four or five phone calls, but no one's leaving messages. Oh, wow. Or that or it's telemarketers. Yes. Uh, yeah, either that. But usually they leave messages. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, anyway, so yeah, if you have comments, concerns, ideas for episodes, um, or questions, go ahead and call us at 323-285... I'm sorry, 285... Let me start over. 323-285-0164. And you can also text in, which some people don't know if you knew that. If you don't want to, again, don't want your voice on air or whatever, just you could text in. Um, we will text you back if you say, like, please text back or something. But other than that, if you're just like, hey, I just have a comment or I have a question, we'll probably just take it at that. Um, you can also email us at queercauldron at gmail.com as well as we are on Twitter and Instagram at queercauldron. We also have a Tumblr. Which, if you search Queer Cauldron, the, it, should it should come up. up. Yeah, it should come up. And we are on Stitcher now, which a friend of my wife's was like, are you guys on Stitcher? Because that's my go-to podcast place. And so I searched it, and it was such an easy thing. I basically filled out the application, and then like the next day, they're like, okay, you got here's your URL link. That's so, so exciting. Yes, yeah, so we are on Stitcher now. Woo-hoo. And again, if you guys know of any other podcast place um, that we should be on, um, let us know. Let us know. And let we'll us apply know. for it. So and I heard we have a listener in Peru now. Yes, we do. We've got so, people all over the place. I'm very excited about this. I'm just excited about the UK, and we have someone in Scotland, which is awesome. Yeah, there's yes. people all over. We have some Canadian listeners. Yes, our Canadian listeners have gone up, which is great. Yes. You know, I would love to take a trip out to Canada. Hey. <laughs> do something out there. Um, I've never been. I've never been either. That's oh what I love to. Like, Queer cation. Gaycation? Gaycation. Gaycation. But yeah, it's it's fun. Like really off. Not a story, but off topic is I used to like have a totally thing for Canadians. Like when I was in high school. Eh? Like, yeah. Like, I don't know what it was. Like all the wrestlers I liked. It's all the South Park you watch. All the South Park. Yes. And like also, no, I was like really into wrestling and it turned just happens naturally. All my favorite wrestlers were Canadian. Canadian. So I just was like, oh, I'm all. And then I love hockey. So like, you know. But anyways, so we Don't do have know. a question. We, we do have, have a question. question. Yeah, somebody reached out to us on Instagram and they asked, um, 
is it normal to like non-traditional women? So um, that question, I would say, requires some unpacking first. Yes. Because there's, you know, it depends on what you mean by liking. However, um, the first question I got to ask is like, what do you mean by non-traditional woman? I mean, in this case, I assume that he means um, a woman who is not cisgender. Right. Um, in, in which case, you know, my response to that is, do you really think that you can, like, discern who is and is not cis or trans? Right. Um, there are a lot of women out there um, who, you know, just in passing by, you would never know. And also, like, uh, that's, I, I, <laughs> it's just, like, a lot to unpack there. Right. Um, it's Could, problematic in, in, yeah. in general just to, like assume that you can tell who's cis and who's who's trans. Right. But also, like, there's so many definitions of traditional women. Like, I would describe <laughs> myself as femme. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm I'm a very, like, feminine woman. I yeah, wear dresses. I like heels. I like right. makeup. I like, you know, my, my hair long, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, there are cis women who don't... Uh, adhere to like general Mm -hmm. um what you know you would consider like traditional right uh feminine like you know there there are butch women there are um women who you know don't dress up or don't do this or don't like like, all kinds of women you know i was mentioning before because we kind of talked briefly about this before we started recording is you know my wife doesn't wear makeup like at all like you know so when we were talking about what she was going to do for the wedding we kind of had this conversation of like you can do only natural i said because like with me like i wear makeup like i consider myself very masculine but i love wearing makeup Mm -hmm. and so like i told you you can't do what i do you can't play like makeup paints like i do like because i would like you know i do dark purples dark blues dark greens like you know i really just i go with more of a dark tones and then i'll say oh let me try this let me mix color me shocked yeah you know like i'll just like mix things up i'll like really say i'm gonna try this red with this dark purple and see what like like i said it feels like painting like it's just for me makeup is always an artistic thing so i don't really consider it male or female because you can do wonders with makeup like you know and so so true right but like with my wife since she doesn't wear makeup i'm like you can't play with color like we like me and my other friend do so where i'm like you need to do like really natural tones and like really what kind of you got to look like you're not wearing makeup basically to kind of go where it's not like from night and day like shocking you know right so but yeah so like what you know one of the things i really liked about my wife when we first started dating is she just kind of like she doesn't take an hour to get ready or whatever which is fine if you do like because that's i it takes me longer to get ready than my wife try to get ready in like 30 minutes or less right i sometimes succeed but yeah but if you have to do full face of makeup you're not going to achieve, like, a 30-minute getting ready. No. Like, when you have to put on the makeup and get, like, you know, like, you put all the layers of clothes you're going to put together or, like, find the right shoes, you're not going to do that in, like... 10, 20 minutes. No. You need that time. Like my, and I was mentioning too. Like Just my drying s- my hair takes all that time. Right, exactly. So, and that's the thing is like my sister is one of those people that has like all the makeup and stuff so she cannot get ready in 20 minutes which no. is fine but like I said, my wife can just get up and go, and that's her. Like you know, so and that's you know another way woman. of saying maybe a non-traditional. So, right. but I, I to answer the question that I think is being posed here, um, it's okay. It's a hundred percent okay to like trans women. Like hundred percent. Yes, we definitely need more people who are like okay, like loving us. Um, cause but like that's what an I issue. Was... But I don't like when when it starts to become a fetish. That's See, a problem. That's what, I was, that's what I was gonna ask. Is like, what's 
Because I even had a hard time because, like, you know, when I first was going to start dating, like, I say, like, you know, I met my wife right when I was ready to start dating. And then even before I met my wife, I had started talking to this trans guy. And so we didn't have issues, obviously, with fetishizing because we were just like, hey, I like you person, you know. Well, and also I feel like when when it's trans people, you know, dating trans people. Yeah. Like, there's just a layer of understanding that just makes it so much easier. Like, you don't have to explain stuff. Right. So, yeah, but I mean, like I said, my wife's a cis woman, and like, you know, like I said, when we went on our first date, I kind of was like, hey, just so you know, I'm trans, and she's like, oh, yeah, I know, and I've never dated a trans person, but like, they're in my wheel of who I would date, you know, and it's like, so yeah, so I guess, like, that's the question I've always, I've never, because like I said, I wasn't in the dating world long enough to experience, like, someone who's like, oh, I'm totally, like, I'll date trans people, and that's awesome, or oh, I, I love trans men or trans women, versus someone who fetishizes. Yeah, yeah, I I've uh, recently gotten an influx of <laughs> of uh, Instagram followers, and um, while so many of them are lovely like trans women, and I'm so excited that like you're following me, um, I've also gotten my share of like chasers and fetishizers who like pop into my inbox and like I I try to be polite and like start a you know they, they'll start a conversation and you know I'll talk with them, but the second it starts to get like creepy. Mm-hmm. It's by like right. I, I'm not here for that. Like don't don't we're not your fetish. We're people. We're not a kink. We're not doing this for like your pleasure. We're doing this because that's just who we are. Right. So like if you think of trans women as any other women because we are, and you're okay dating us because you're okay dating women, great. This is good. If you, like, are specifically only interested in trans women because you have, like, a fetish for it, mm-hmm. maybe work on that. But it's, I guess, like I said, for me, it's hard. Like, what is, like, I guess considered, it's hard to say, like, what's a fetish, you know? Because, I mean, trans, I know fetish. My identity I, I, is not I, your like, fetish. You know, yeah, but, like, for me, I've always liked bigger women and bigger guys like even my wife and I were watching a show earlier and I'm just kind of like of all these because like we're watching like this dating show again on MTV and there's this one guy who is like big like he's not like overweight I mean like he's a big buff dude and like I'm just kind of like see I'm like a hell of attracted to that guy and it's like I've always been into bigger people whether it's like you know but I mean I've also been in like we mentioned before I'm into bears and stuff and I'm into like SSBBWs and BBWs and like you know um I don't think our listeners know what that is okay so BBWs are big beautiful women it's usually Mm -hmm. like which my wife and I were talking about that like people tend to call people that people really don't identify as that which you know some people do which is great like we love it um but an SSBBW is a supersized beautiful woman so like someone who is bigger than like what would be a BBW. And so that's, I don't really consider it a fetish per se, because I'm not looking at this person like, no, but if there's a body type that you like find yourself attracted to, I don't think that's a fetish until it becomes like, um, what what do they call it? Chubby chasing or chubby chasers? Yeah, I know. I don't don't know. know. Like I've never, it's, it's a difference between being attracted to it. And like, I don't know. There's a difference between like an attraction and like a fetish. Yeah. It's, so that's what I'm saying. It's hard I think to it's, like, I think say, it's like, in like, the way you it's in like, the way you treat it. Like right. once once you're like fetishizing a person for their like identity mm-hmm. or something like that, it becomes just creepier. Like yeah. as opposed to oh hey, I think you're like very attractive. Right. Yeah. As opposed to I like, guess it's a difference between like where you're looking like oh this is my type versus like I guess an obsession. An I guess, obsession or, like, or where you know it 
it's like, I don't know, if it's like entirely sexual. I, I mm-mm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's hard to like. There's a line there. Yeah, there and I know line. when it gets yeah. crossed. I know when I feel like it's being crossed. Yeah. Like, that's uh, that's how, that's the only way I can put it right now. But mm. I, I know when that line is crossed for me. Right. Because I guess the reason I'm trying to, like, point out a different, like, a difference is because, you know, we, at least me personally, like, I wanted people to like me. You know what I mean? Yes, 100%. I didn't 100%. want someone to be afraid to say, like, oh, I date trans men if they're like, oh, I don't want you to think I'm fetishizing you. Or, you know, it's like, no, like, I wanted to hear that. I wanted to know people yeah. who were open to dating trans men or, you know, um, I think I saw someone post on the internet, I forgot what group it was, like, was saying, like, oh, I love dating trans men or something, which is very positive, and someone was like, oh, I only date trans men. I'm like, how does that work? Like, you know, like, how do you, like, specifically, like, find trans men? Like, are you, like, I I don't know. Well, probably the same way they're finding me, which is, you know, I posted some, like, pictures, and I included the hashtag trans is beautiful. Right. And so, like, I'm sure people, like, follow that, and then they just find... You know, people follow that and then DM them and they're, like, specifically looking for, like, so they probably just look through the tags and find guys who post, like, pretty fly for a trans guy or, you know, whatever. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I tag my, I haven't, I I realize I haven't really been taking selfies. Like, I used to take a bunch of selfies. I don't anymore. I don't know why. I've started. Yeah. I apologize to anybody who's on my Instagram because the last, like, six pictures on there are selfies with me. No, but that's the thing is that's fine. I'm just saying that, like, I don't know why I stopped, but, like. I should probably do that, but I would also, like, tag trans, hashtag trans guy, hashtag transgender, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, it just, for me, it's a way of, like, A, like, you know, I use, I use trans as beautiful because, you know, that was started by Laverne Cox, and it it just helps remind me that trans can be and is beautiful. Right, right. And the whole experience, like, you know, even, even on the days when I don't feel, you know, beautiful or like I pass or this or that um you know I use that as like a mantra to remind me that you know no matter what like my experience in itself being trans is beautiful yeah um and that's very important so I I I use that as a as a hashtag and then also you know it's important to me because you know I also want um to be able to you know inspire other you know trans people who may be closeted or considering things to you know feel comfortable in their skin and come out and if that's something that you know they're ready to do and to know that there are other people out there who have been through this and who um can love and appreciate themselves just like they should right so i i use that and i hope that other people find it it's just you know when the people find it and they abuse that yeah um that i have a problem right but yeah. I'm never rude about it. I just block them. Right, exactly. I don't think know. that's rude. Well, just like if someone hit me up, I mean, it's like I'm married, and if someone was kind of like, oh, I think you're hot, I'd be like, thanks. But if they, like, pushed it, like, right. you know, like, hey, like, da da I appreciate like, that you find me attractive. Right. Like, because, yeah. Not available. Is, right, exactly. Because if someone, like, hit me up, and it was like, I've had, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I had one of, like, these trans kids I befriended, because they were, like, they added me because they were a friend of my yeah. other friend, you know like reach out to me shortly after I got married and was like I just want to let you know that your marriage inspires me because they're trans little trans guy and like you know I think he's like 20 or something but yeah he's a trans kid and so he was just reaching out to me saying like I just want you to know that I think your wedding pictures are absolutely beautiful you seem to have a really great wedding and your wedding inspires me to let me know that like 
this is possible. It is. And like, he was so sweet. And I just like, oh my God, thank you so much. And he's like, yeah, no problem. And he's a, he's a cool kid, you know? And like, that's what I'm saying is like, stuff like that is like, that's welcome. That's like, you know, that's like, yeah. Or like, if someone were to hit me up, like even like I became friends with him because I added this other trans kid because my friend who knew I was trans was like, hey, so my friend is this trans guy and he just needs that support. Can you like befriend him and reach out to him? I'm like, of course. And then him and I have been friends for years now because I like just added him and then like talked to him and you know, whatever. And he's, he's cool. Like he has a boyfriend now and they're so oh, cute. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. They're like so cute. And they like Aww. go to concerts together and Babies. stuff. And he like does all kinds of hair colors that I'm just like, Oh, that's so cool. You can and tell yeah. I'm going through puberty again because I'm like a teenage girl about all this. I'm yeah. so excited for like everywhere I can see romance, like oh, blossoming. Yeah. No, it's great. And you know, um, like I said, I try to like, you know, it was really cool. As I saw one of my, non-binary friends recently that I never I, I would only see them when I went to this convention in Sacramento and so we happenstantially ran into them uh, at Disneyland and I was like oh my god I was hoping I'd see you and I gave them a big hug and I was like you know oh this is my friend and da 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 and then you know my wife was able to meet them and you could just tell that they were just like so like you know the fact that I remembered their pronouns oh. and stuff you could tell that, you, that they were like oh yay like you remembered <laughs> you know that's so sweet and they were like super sweet and so yeah so no I mean that's always great to be that support because that's what I want to be and that's what our you know Instagram page is that if someone wants to come on Instagram and say hey like I just want to add you guys or can you follow me I just need the support and da da it's like that's what I want to be yeah you know but um yeah so should we take our break now yeah let's go ahead and take our break and then we'll come back and we'll talk some more yes Uh, we talked about dating and relationships and stuff like that. Right. So we had the idea of talking about deal breakers or at least things that like I consider deal breakers. You yeah. consider deal breakers. It's got deal breakers in a, in a general sense. Like, so yeah. So we can have healthy dating. Right. Exactly. Cause I think having deal breakers is important and I think there should be levels of deal breakers. Right. I mean, that's boundaries, right? Right. But I mean, like I remember when, um, I've heard people say, like, oh, we don't like the same type of music as I do. And it's like, how big of a deal breaker should that be? Right. You know, like, if, because, I mean, like, I mentioned, or I may have mentioned in another episode, is I love horror movies. Like, I just saw uh, stories. uh, Oh, how was it? The Guillermo del Toro movie. Yes. Yeah, he actually didn't direct it. He produced it and wrote it. But someone else, because me and my friend were like, oh, we thought he directed it. But, yeah, one of my best friends came over the other day. And we went to the theater, like, right down the street, and we decided to see Scary Stories You Tell at Night, and I really enjoyed it. I want to see Yeah, it. it was really good. May I go with you to see it? I'll see the I guess. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I was like, because nobody else I know likes horror movies as much as I movies. do. No, I love horror movies. Like, I, like, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, I love... It's weird because, like, I will... We've talked about this. Like, I will watch horror movies with, like, my eyes closed or, like, Same. one eye open. Same. And, like, I'm freaking out in the theater. Like, eh. Same. What's gonna happen? But then, like, after the scary thing happens, it's like, ah. Like, I'm so excited. And, like, we saw a trailer, a new trailer for the It movie. And I'm I just, can't like, wait. I'm so excited. And, I went and saw the like, old one, like, three times in the theater. I saw it twice in the theater. And oh, the then first one, I've not the old it. one. Yeah, yeah. No, I watched, because I went with my friends, and I took my mom, because she wanted to see it. And I'm like, I really want to see it again. I'll take you. And so I took my mom 
mom and she was scared to death. She, she just, I remember her eyes being all big, like, yes! what is this? You know? But yeah, so that's the thing is I love horror movies and I love all things horror and that's my thing. Yes. But my wife can't stand horror movies. Like, she tried watching not Cult of Chucky, but the one before that. The Bride of Chucky? Seed of Chucky? No, it was the one right before Cult of Chucky. It was like, it was like that new one that I forgot what it's called. I'm gonna be so mad at myself for forget. I'm looking at my face if I can see it. Um, anyways, there's a Chucky movie before the last, not the remake, but the last like one in the series. Yeah, there's that one on Netflix. Yeah, it was the one before Cult of Chucky. But anyways, so she's like, I'll watch that with you. I said, okay, it's not that scary. And she had nightmares. It really wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like that scary. She, she had nightmares. So she's like, I can't do it. She's like, she can do thrillers. Like if they're not like jump scary, if right. they're like thrillers. It's more like a psychological thriller. Right, exactly. So like she can do thrillers because we watch like movies that are like, ooh, that's creepy or whatever. But like if it's a horror movie... She can't watch it. I she see. gets bad dreams and she just doesn't like it. Yeah, so. but that's not like a deal yeah, for breaker. Me, as much as I love horror movies, like my answer to that is like, well, I'll go with friends. Like I'll go with you. Or like I said, I hit up my best right. friend who loves horror movies. Like, and we would see horror movies before me and my wife even got together. So it was like, okay, well, that's still the same. Still but I feel like, and, and the same with music, the point where it becomes a deal breaker for me is when you start to put down my interests. Mm-hmm. So if I like horror movies and then you like, actively make fun of me for liking horror movies or, you know, constantly tell me that horror movies are absolute garbage and, like, try to discourage me from liking the things that I enjoy. Um, Or, like, maybe you don't like my taste in music, but the second you start telling me that my taste in music is trash and, like, anything like that, that's where I get into, like, not happy, deal-breaky kind of territory. Right. Like, you know, I had a friend who was mentioning that she loves going to concerts and this person that she was kind of talking to, like, doesn't like music, which I'd never really heard of, but like, she was Yeah, like, there are oh, some yeah. people out there who don't yeah, like music. Yeah, he, that she was like, oh, he doesn't like music and, you know, I don't know if I can do that. I said, okay, well, let me ask you this. I said, like, he if he's willing to go with you to a concert, like, is that okay? And she said, well, no, I want someone who's going to, like, totally enjoy it. I said, okay, is that something you need in a partner? Like, is it like, hey, we need to make out once this ballad comes on? And she, like, laughed. Yes, and was, like, yes, I yeah. do. And, like, yeah, but she laughed. It was like, no, that's not my... I'm like, exactly. You're just looking for, like, can you go with a platonic friend? Can you get that from somebody else that's not necessarily your partner? And she said... And she thought about it. And she was like, yeah, I could. I said... So then you got to think, is that a deal breaker or is that just something that you would like? Right. And so she was going to like take that into account. So that's one thing if like, yeah, if you're like going to a concert, you love to go with a partner because it's like this certain sensation or certain stimuli that you need to express in a non-platonic way that you're like, no, I need a partner to do that with, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, again, my best friend and I, like we go, I mean, we haven't been to a concert together in a while, but we would go in the pit. And again, it's a completely platonic thing, but we're like, you know, we go into the pit and then like we meet up like back again. Like we're just kind of like we start together and somehow she's over there and I'm over there and like, you know, it's a happy fun time. But my wife cannot do pit. You know, my wife is like, I, I can't do that. I don't know how you You're like, oh, you know, and so, sure. you know, but it's like, again, like even my, I think me and my friend were even talking about some concert coming up and we're like, we're going to get seats because it's like, we're getting to that, you know, age or point in our life where we're like, we can't hang in the pit no, no. more. And so, yeah, I mean, my wife and I go to all kinds of like events and like concerts and stuff where we have seats and I'm not missing out on anything. No. I don't feel like I'm losing an experience. So to me, again, not a deal breaker to not be like in the pit. If I'm in the pit, I'm like, cool. Yay. But at the same time. It's not like I have to or no, you know, like, no. So, 
Yeah, so things like that to me can and cannot be in deal breakers. I mean, if you can, to me, if you can express something, like you and your partner don't have to have 100% everything in common, you know? Like there's going to be things that like you enjoy that they don't or that they enjoy and you don't and you can share that experience or you can have friends who you have that experience with and it's completely platonic and you can have like this happy fun time with your friend and then come home to your partner and like say, okay, we had the best time because even when I went to see the horror movie, my friend dropped me off and my wife was like, how was it? Did you like it? Did you have a good time? And I'm like, oh yeah, like it was so cool. And like this part was scary, but this part wasn't. And I like really minimalized how much I detailed because, you know, she doesn't want to hear it, you know, about the scary parts. But she still was like, did you have a good time? Like, tell me about it, you know? And like, mm-hmm. same thing when she goes out with her friends, like if her if her friend wants to go out for coffee or something, I'll be like, oh, did you have a good time? Like, what'd you guys talk about? And whatever she's willing to share, yeah, she'll be like, oh yeah, we had fun. We talked about this so we talked about that and it's like we were able to do things without each other and have a good time and then meet up back and say oh hey this is what I you know so it's not a deal breaker you know okay yeah for sure um so what is like one of your what would you say is a deal breaker for you well for me like when I one of the first deal breakers I brought up to my wife was I wanted to be monogamous which isn't everyone's deal breaker like I mean you know we I looked up some of the top deal breakers just to kind of get an idea for the show and one of it was like oh someone who's dating multiple partners i'm like well that could go either way it could be the fact that you're not dating other partners is like a deal breaker or your unwillingness to date other partners or your unwillingness to let someone date other partners that could be a deal breaker because if i've heard of people who are like poly and they're like no like that's their thing that like i've heard of some people having it kind of both ways where like if they're a partner isn't dating other people if their partner is only dating them but they're allowed to date other people that's completely fine and then you know other people are like yeah like they just being poly is their deal breaker is that like they want to have that ability to date other people like consensually and you know whatever yeah and that makes sense and that's why it's important to discuss these things before you start like dating or at the beginning of dating somebody that way like you know what you're getting into especially if someone's gonna be like a secondary partner yeah because if someone's like on a date with you or you're on the date with someone and you have these like not expectations but yeah expectations where you're just like so like are you, are you looking for something serious and da, da, and they say well just so you know i have you should have to have that conversation to say like i have a primary partner i'm looking for a secondary or i'm looking for just number three or you know or like hey you're gonna be part of the bunch you know what i mean right like, that's cool you know but again and if someone's like oh yeah i no, can't totally. wait to get to our poly episode where we get yes. to like explore all of this i think that's oh, gonna yeah. be so much fun but we're gonna have a guest which i feel bad because i've been like not in contact with them so like you know well like, you know i feel so bad because our schedules yeah our schedules it's, been kind it's of hard <laughs> listen we live in los angeles the fact that we get together Roughly once a week and are able to do this is a miracle in itself. Yeah. So, yeah. So for me, like, I brought up to my wife that I'm looking for something monogamous. And I even said, if you're a poly, I completely support you. Like, that's awesome for you. But that's just not what I'm signing up for. And she responded and said, you know, I've been poly before, but I can be monogamous. And, you know, um, yeah. And I said, okay, great. And then we moved forward. Right. But if she, I even told her, I was like, if she had said, well, I have a girlfriend right now and I'm looking for a secondary, or if she said, I have a girlfriend and you know, I'm poly and that's our, our thing right now, I probably would have said, you know, I, I can't do this cause I'm looking, cause I'd, I'd done the non-monogamous thing before and okay. it just wasn't my thing. Like, 
you know, I don't know if it's because I did it with shitty people, but like it just wasn't my thing. I feel like with that communication just has to be at the forefront. Like. Right. Like, I mean, I was dating someone who was also dating or talking to other people and right. I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, whatever. But then it just got to the point where he got a girlfriend and didn't tell me and then see communication yeah like he was expectations like, and, I remember, and communication like, we were in bed together when he told me like we were in bed together and i just said hey you know what you've been kind of distant like what's going on is everything okay like are you are you okay like i was concerned and then he's like well you know i have a girlfriend right i said no you, no i don't see that's not how you that no. that doesn't sound like healthy no polyamory to me. right exactly and then he was like basically he said that him and his girlfriend were monogamous and that was it but he didn't tell me so here I oh, thought no. I was no, like no, no. still dating no. this person. No, that's and toxic. Get that yeah, out of here. Exactly. No, he did move out like two months later. Good. So we'll get into that story later. Oh, but, yeah. Yes. I, we're going to have a whole episode yes. about our like past awful relationships. I right. can't wait. Yes. So what's a deal breaker for you? Okay. So I, I have a little list here. Um, so... Um, I, I guess I not the, mean to slurp. I totally slurped. No, that was beautiful. <laughs> no. Get that Starbucks. No. Um, so I guess the first one that I'm going to put down is anger issues. Mm. Um, I have dated multiple people who just have trouble controlling their temper. Yes. And anger is a healthy emotion. It's okay yeah. to be angry. It's how you express it and in what way you direct it that yeah. causes a problem. And again, I really, like, it's story time. Like, I was gonna <laughs> save this for um, that episode, but, like, for example, I, I used to have a, a boyfriend who um, could be could be very sweet, mm-hmm. um, but he was, he had really bad anger issues, especially when he drank and he liked to drink. Mm-hmm. And I remember we went out to um, an Oscar viewing party for, you know, one of the studios. Oh, cool. And um, so after, you know, the Oscars were over, some of the stars started to come, you know, in. And um, my acting teacher at the time uh, showed up, too. He, he had gone to the Oscars. And so he was going to introduce me to some of the winners. Ooh. And so, like... I went and I followed him and I went to go like, I got to talk to like Octavia Spencer and oh, some of the awesome. other ones. I got to hold an Oscar that was like Ooh. won that night. It was very cool. Yeah. Um, and instead of being happy for me or like excited about it or like even caring that I did something that like made me happy and, right. you know, may have helped me make connections with people. Right. Um, right. Um, my, <laughs> my boyfriend who had been at the open bar all night, um, like, came up to me and like said something dramatic about knowing what gods I follow and that he sees where my interests really lie and basically just got really pissy that like I quote unquote abandoned him to go like meet people in an industry that I was interested in working in right um and he got really like just shitty about it and like came up to me and, like, got in my face about it. And, like, I started to, like, break down and cry in front of, like, all these people. And then he, like, threatened me. He was like, if we, like, you're getting in an Uber with me right now or, like, it's over. 
And so, like, I ended up, like, leaving the party early, and mm-hmm. he was, like, berating the Uber driver, and he, he, and it just happened a lot. There were a lot of other times, too, yeah. when, and especially when he would drink, that he would just get, like, unnecessarily, like, angry and aggressive and abusive, and I let that go on for way, way, way too long. Right. Um, I tried to break up with him, like, three times, and we oh, kept getting back together, because it was just... Anyway, so anger issues yeah. and like manipulative and like toxic abusive behaviors. Yeah. Um, I look for those red flags now and I am not here for any of them. I want better for myself. Right. Well, like I think I mentioned too that like, you know, I was dating someone who also had anger issues. Like I actually had a bit of a flashback the other day oh. because like, you know, Facebook shows pictures yeah i hate it i hate it i hate it and i love it at the same time sometimes because sometimes it'll show a meme and i'm like ah i remember that you know right (laughs) but like i wish i wish there were better like selections oh yeah so anyway so like facebook had like posted a picture i used to live with my friends i lived in like their guest guest house yeah it was fun i loved living with them but anyways so at the time one of my exes lived with me and um I had gotten, my grandma had bought me a couch and it was only like $10. It was a small kind of love seat couch and it was like, I had nothing. So it was something, you know? So I remember we were trying to get it into the uh, doorway, which is incredibly narrow. Like it was doable. That's the thing. It was just a pain in the ass. And like he threw, like the couch was halfway in and it just was stuck and we were trying to figure out how to do it. I forgot what I said. I didn't snap at him. I don't remember what I said. And all of a sudden he's like, you know what? I'm done. And he just like walked away. And I'm like, uh, this couch is like half in this like guest house. Like, what, what do I do from here? And he would like, he eventually like stopped pouting and came and helped me. And we figured out how to get it in and we got it in. But, um, yeah, but like he would do this, this thing where he would just go from like zero to 10 I, and, yeah, I yeah. can't deal with that anymore. Yeah. I'm not I'm not having it. I've put up with it for way too long. Oh, yeah. Deal breaker. Yeah. Also, the silent treatment, I'm not here for that either. Yes. Like, I hate the silent treatment. Communicate. That's like, if so... you need a minute to yourself, that's yeah. fine. But if you, yeah. like, let your partner know that, like, they've upset you by, like, just completely ignoring, ignoring them. them, it's so childish. abusive like... and shitty, and yeah. I hate it. Yeah, so, like, to me... Obviously, like we were talking about earlier before we we started, like during the break, is to me, arguing isn't like a deal breaker. It's how you argue. Yes. That's a deal breaker. Thank you. Because like, you know, my wife and I, we were married. We've had arguments. We've had disagreements. But like, and I've told this to my friends and I've hopefully been true to form, like from my whole adulthood is because I dealt with a lot of arguing when I was growing up as a kid. So like, I've always told people like. If we ever argue, it's going to be about the topic. I'm yes. never going to attack you as a person or because at the end of the day, you're my friend. And I think some people forget that, that they when they, they start go for arguing, personal attacks. And then yeah, like because they forget like if you're because just because you're in an argument doesn't mean that person is no longer your friend. That person's no right. longer your brother. That person's no longer your sister. Like to me, it's like I love this person. Why am I going to attack them? Like we are disagreeing about something. And sure, we're both annoyed or frustrated and arguing about the thing because we're people. But at the end of the day, I want I still love that person and I'm still wanting to be that person's friend no matter like that's really important yeah and I think that's important to say so like I said when I was dating this guy like he would just like I was mentioning during the break is that I forgot what we were arguing about because we argued like all the time which I don't do you know and um 
we were driving back home and he just was sitting there in the passenger seat like berating me and making me feel bad and saying you make me sick to my stomach and da 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 and I'm like then why the hell are you living with me guy like why are you like why are you like putting yourself through this if like you don't like me like why are you taking the time out of your day to insult me and you know and the thing is I couldn't get him to leave either like I told him like hey I think you should go home and he'd be like all right I'm gonna get a because he would take a train home because he lived about three hours away and so like I remember one time I was like watching TV in the living room and he was still asleep around like three. And so I like went in and I said, hey, I said, what time's your your train leaving? Like what time's your ticket for? And he just like shook. He's like, oh, I'm I'm not going today. And like went back to sleep. And I'm like, but Uh, I thought you were like, it was that thing of like, did you not think to discuss with me if you could still communication again? So important. Big one. If you can't communicate, I can't. That's. That's another one. Like, yeah. if, if you can't communicate with me, yeah, it's not going to work. Right. And then I also think that, like, when it comes to communication is to be honest about what you want. Because, like, I think I spent a lot of time wasting my time on people who were honest and I didn't believe them. Where, like, if, like, like, okay, like, for me, like, I told my wife, like, I'm looking for a monogamous relationship. And if she was just like, well, no, I'm not looking for a relationship, that's... A miscommunication and like I think I waste a lot of time on people who told me like oh I don't want a girlfriend right now or a boyfriend right now and I just was like oh okay and then I just kind of hung around hoping they would change their mind you yeah. know and I think that was something I did wrong and you know but also be honest about what you want like don't say because one thing that the guy was saying did to me too was he's like well you want to be boyfriend and girlfriend right because I was a woman at the time and like I was like yeah he's like well we're going in that direction so like just you know just keep like trusting me or whatever and we're gonna get there so he like kept me like hanging on yeah thinking that like we were gonna be together but then he was also talking to these other girls and he ended up picking one of them and it's like don't oh tell me gosh. that we're on the way to being a couple when we aren't on the way to being a couple like you know no so. and then there's signs to watch out for there like one of the ones on my list that i think um, fits exactly with that is when they treat you differently or act different in front of their friends. Yes. I think that's a huge one. So, like, people may say that, like, you're on the way to this step or that step yeah. or, you know, you they treat you one way when it's just the two of you. But yes. the second, like, you are in the same room as their friends, they treat you like, you know, a total stranger or they're, they, you know, they, they, they act like they're hiding something or just... There's all kinds of different behaviors that go on there, but like yeah. on my list, if if you treat me like differently or act super differently in a bad way around your friends, um, that's no good. Yeah, I like once had again. I did this guy was like kind of dumb. Like he was he drank all the time, so I think it was just he not thinking because he was drunk. But like he was telling me that I guess what his roommate was bitching about the fact that I sat in his seat or sat in his spot, and I'm like, oh well, I didn't know I would have moved. Um, like that's my bad and then he just went on to like he said too much because he was like oh yeah he's like he was saying like oh she comes over here and again this is when I was a woman he was like oh she comes over here sits in my spot and you don't even like her and I was like wait excuse you, me yeah I'm like wait a minute I'm like what do you know yeah I'm like wait you don't like me because like he was quoting his his roommate right and I'm like wait so you don't like me and then he was like oh uh 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 he's like that's that's not what I meant like he was being and all of a sudden I'm like no you just I'm like so what the hell am I doing here because he would like invite me over you know like because we were like dating we're seeing each other right and I'm like if you don't like me I'm gonna stop coming over like why are you and he just tried to like backtrack and you know, him and I only dated for two weeks so I got the fuck out but it was just but it was just the fact that he like slipped up and like you know, 
I'm like Freudian slip of the yeah. yeah. So just be honest. Like I get people don't want to be lonely, but like if you have no don't plan to be to with this people. person, like don't like hold them like because you're wasting their time because they can be meeting someone worthwhile. There's someone that does want right. to be in a relationship with them, and they're hanging out with you. You know what I mean? Right. And I think um, another deal breaker is be honest about like well leading like going off of being honest about relationship is be honest about what you want in the future because like for me like my wife and i we talk really talk deal breakers i mean i feel like our third date we like put everything on the table i mean we talked about a lot of serious stuff and one of the things we talked about was like kids and marriage where that can be a big one right because i would have told i told her i said if i was like oh i don't believe in marriage i don't ever want to get married and she really wanted to get married, then right. that's a deal breaker. You know, my cousin versa. and his wife had had that. Um, they, they just got married, but they... Um, gosh, am I airing their, their laundry mm. here? I should have said somebody else, but too late now. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> they don't Unless listen. we go back and just, like, bleep it. We could, but they don't, they don't, they don't listen to this. And okay. Also, I have lots of cousins. But anyway... Yes. Um, they basically... They, they had dated for a long time, and then they kind of split up for a while because they they had an argument about whether they wanted to have kids or not. Right. And um, they ended up working out and they got married recently and I'm really happy for them. Yeah. Um, and that's all I'm going to say on that. Right. But that's what I'm saying. I was telling my wife that like had I said I don't want kids and she I mean she we both want kids but had I said hey I don't want kids like kids aren't my thing then like she would have had to take that into account of like right. well I want to have kids and then same thing with me like if I would have been well the thing is I was on the fence I always was like if I found the right partner I wanted kids so I was kind of on the fence so I could have gone either way so if she would have been like I don't think I want kids that would have still been in my realm of okay See, I feel the same way I'm I could go either way I right could, you know right now I just financially I can't right. take care yeah. of children right I don't no, know how no. anybody does in Los Angeles holy wow children oh, yeah. are expensive yeah but I'm just saying that, like, you know, if I, like, that's the thing, if, like, I, but if I had the strong urge of, like, I want kids and that's, like, one of my And somebody else things, doesn't. And they don't. That could be a like, deal breaker. Exactly. So, like, if you're, someone's telling you, I don't believe in marriage, I don't want to ever get married, and you're okay with just being lifetime partners forever and ever, like, cool. But if you're, like, I want to get married, I want the wedding, I want the this and this and that, like, you being with someone who is, like, I don't want to be married and you thinking, I'm going to change their mind that's more on you than it is on them and it's going to end up in chaos, you know? So, uh, yeah. So I think that's a huge deal breaker as well, you know? Yeah. That is, you are a hundred percent right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, another one, um, that I have, I've got like two more and we don't have to go super into them. I don't know how much time we have left, but, um, I don't like when people are, like, stuck in their ways, um, especially when it, when regarding, like, toxic behaviors, if they, their response to, like, hey, you know, this thing that you do, it, you know, it's problematic or it, bother, it bothers yeah. me or it's toxic or can we, like, work on, you know, this specific thing? And they're like, well, that's just the way I am. Like, yes. I've been that way for forever and I can't <laughs> change now. Um, yeah. I can't deal with that anymore. Right. Um, I... I try to better myself. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty open-minded. I can yeah. learn. Um, there are things that are harder for me because of, you know, mental illness, whether it's anxiety or depression right, yeah. or ADD. So, you know, executive dysfunction. But I will try to find ways to, like, get around that or um, come up with a plan to, like, try to better myself. Or if you tell me, hey, you know, when you say this thing, it hurts my feelings. Right. I will be like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. I will stop saying that immediately. Right. Um, whereas, you know, I've 
you know, been around people and, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, when you say this thing, it's transphobic or hey, when you say this thing, you know, it it hurts me or hey, can you not like do this thing anymore? And they're like, well, you know, that's just, you know, I've been doing that for the last however many years I grew up that way and I I can't change that now. And that for me is a deal breaker. Like if you're set in your ways and you can't like... I don't know, improve your, like, if you're not looking to, like, better yourself as a person. Yeah. Um, because we can all do better. Like, we can all do better. I am not a perfect person. I am, you know, I am an okay person at best sometimes. Yeah. But, um, I always try and do better. Right. Well, just, like, when my wife and I first got together, like, she hates when people say, like, the term crazy. Like, throw the word crazy. Yes. So, like, I used to say, that's crazy, that's crazy. So, I stopped saying crazy and started saying interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, so I'll say that's interesting or like... I'll say that's wild. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's wild. Yeah, or if someone's like says something and I'm like, oh, that's intense or like I started using interesting, intense. I start saying like, oh, that's like, that's weird or you know what I mean? It's like like when people used to throw around the R word like to mean stupid or when people would say, oh, that's gay. Yes. To mean that was dumb and uh, you can see as a society, it's gotten so much better. I don't see people saying... I don't hear that anymore. I don't hear that anymore. I mean, I've heard like little reports here and there maybe yeah. you know back home or in the midwest or the south or something yeah, yeah, yeah. where people still use that for, for the most part like culturally we've gotten better about yeah, that we have because enough people said this is not okay and that's what happened that people got called out for it and right. i think that's important too right you um, know i'm like i mentioned we watched this show called um are you the one on mtv is that the dating and, show that you kept talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah we need to do an episode on that but anyways so there's a non-binary person and they go by their name and they also go by they like right they them. they them and they also just hey call me by my name and so this one guy was like really kept slipping and like like the the non-binary person was like made it a point to correct them every time like he said he he like they were like no it's they it's they and like that person grew like that person never messes up anymore and like like I don't want to give too much away but like yeah they kind of got closer but like you know okay. like yeah but yeah but he made it a point to call them by their correct pronouns and like it was a thing and it's like okay this person like I don't know how long they're in this house for because I mean we see it weekly but you don't know if that's a couple days, a couple, you know. Sure. So I don't know what the actual time, but either way, this person who barely met this other person has made it a point to learn the correct pronouns and now only calls them by their correct pronouns, you know? Yeah. So that's amazing, you know? So people can learn. So I don't see, like I've said, you know, um, if I ever If my call grandmother, you, yeah. if my, well, step-grandmother, if my step-grandmother as, you know, Growing up in the South slash Midwest can yeah. adapt and yeah. like learn my pronouns and you know all that. You can do right, and I've said that many times. If I ever call you like anything that I like that you don't like, just let me know because I'm not going to be offended. Did you see? I made that big call out post yeah, on Facebook I did. the other day. Yeah, so like that's my thing. It's like if I ever call someone like honey or sweetie or dude or bro or whatever. And you they're just that. like, I'm not about that. Then it's like, okay, I'm not going to call you that. As and opposed like, to know. the response that I get from so many people, which is just like, oh, I call everybody that. Or yeah. know, that's just, a, no, if somebody says don't call me something. Right, call exactly. Something. I don't care if I call it's everybody that. It's not hard to not hurt Yeah, it's people. like, I don't care if I call everybody that. I'm not going to call you that. You know you what that I mean? specifically. And right. it's like, yeah. Like, it's a really it's, easy fix. It's, it is an easy fix. And it's kind of like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, so I think... Um, 
Yes, I think being kind of stuck in your ways, or you, or like, I, you know what's always bothered me too is when people, uh, like that fake apology, people say like, "I'm sorry, you feel that way." Mm. That is like, <laughs> I hate. Oh, that. I'm sorry, your feelings were like. Yeah. No. 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 Sorry no. for your action. Let's right. take responsibility. Take right. some ownership. Because then it's like then you're then you're apologizing for me, and I've had to, I had to explain that to someone. I'm like, if someone says like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you felt that way," they're it's not, not a real apologizing. They're not no. apologizing for them. They're apologizing for you. That no. they're sorry that you're. I'm sorry that I hurt you. Yes, that's, that's what you say. Response. I'm like, yes. sorry that I hurt you, and then fix the behavior. Yes, I think that's. I, th- I think I saw a meme recently that was like, "What's the best?" Uh, I'm sorry gift and someone was like change behavior yes it's like yes, yes. It like right there that because to me if I accidentally hurt someone's feelings like even if it was unintentional I'm gonna say oh my gosh I am sorry I did that how can and I make how, it up how can you? I make it better I'll be better next time you know yes so, so I think I that's agree. 100%. so yeah so I think being accountable and being responsible for your like what you do to other yep. people is a thing that could be a deal breaker, you know, is that, Gosh. you know, these because, have all been so very intense, but yes. I guess that's good. Yeah, no, it is. And I think, cause I think that's an issue I had with one of my exes too, was that he wasn't very, like, he didn't take a, he wasn't accountable for like his, what he did. He always made it other people's problems or he, well, and again, that falls and, like, into yeah. abusive manipulative behavior. No, it is. And I think it's important to like, cause everyone fucks up. So like you yeah. trying to act like you never fuck up or you're like, Oh, this is somebody else or it's them. It's not, it's I not hate me. When it's, it's never not me. me. It's, it's never like, me. It's never me. No, it's never me. I, I can't deal with that. I know. Like, I can't deal with people who think they're perfect and like that everybody else is the problem. Right. Exactly. I just, I can't stand that where it's like, Oh, that's your perspective. It's like, honey, that's all I have is my <laughs> Honey. Honey. Honey, no. That, like, t- I hate, if someone tells me, well, that's your perspective, like, what other perspective do I have? Like, you know, like, I'm sorry. Like, that's, I can only look through my eyes and feel how I feel and think how I think. So to me, that's such a cop out of someone's, well, that's your perspective. It's like. Put yourself in somebody else's but, shoes. I, but like, how, what, I don't understand. Like, everything, like, me drinking water right now is my perspective. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, what do you mean you're thirsty? I just had a drink. Like, what? That doesn't that make doesn't, sense. No. Like. It's not how the world works. That's not how any of this works. Yes. So that's oh always really annoyed me when people are like, that's your perspective. Like, what, what else? What else? Like, I like, what's the comeback for that? Because it's like, well, maybe it's your perspective that's wrong. Like, you right. know? like I don't know. And I guess lastly, on, on a more fixable <laughs> um, note, I the last go breaker I have on my list is just hygiene. Like... Oh, yeah. Take care of yourself, yeah. shower, brush your teeth. Self-care can be hard, but, you know, yeah. try. <laughs> yes. Um, that's that's important for me. I think they had announced it at work one time when I worked at this uh, state agency, which, oh, I'm gonna we're going to do an episode on that, too. Oh, yes, I remember yes. that. So, yeah, so I worked at a state agency for a bit, and oh, for nine years, and I remember Just it was, a bit. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember it wasn't the first time. They had it a couple times, like, where they're like, oh, please take showers, please wash yourselves and I just like who why do we like, need yeah. to first make of all because the thing is I was one of the younger people that worked there like everybody else was like older so I'm right. like how is this a thing that like has to be said to people I don't know but um yeah I mean take care of yourself I know there there are days when I am you know in a depression funk and mm. you know I can't drag myself into the shower mm. and that's you know that's okay that happens but right. like at some point you got to also take care of yourself and your health yeah. and, you know, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, brush yes. your teeth. I had to go get nine 
fillings. Uh. Um, the other, I guess it was like last month or something. Well, yeah. um, because of insurance things, I didn't go to the dentist for a couple years. Right. Um, so I had to get mine filled. Brush your teeth. Yes. Brush your teeth. It's so important. Right. Well, even one of my friends was writing on Facebook the other day about how they do, like, that they'll be in the shower and they'll sit down and, like, just kind of contemplate life and stuff. I do that. And, yeah. And it was such a cool thing because other people, like, wrote on their 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 uh not comment on their status and was like i do that too and like they're like i knew i wasn't the only one and i'm like yeah i've done that i do that where you like sit where you like sit down in the shower so you don't have to rain on you yeah exactly so it's like you don't have to like be standing there like they do in the, the commercials and be like oh like flip hair flipping as you wash your hair like your shower could be I mean, that's just not how you there. shower <laughs> but i mean your shower could be just sitting there and just saying like oh this sucks and i just gotta do the thing and like you know <laughs> like whatever so i mean yeah self-care is important and sometimes you just have those days where you're like not gonna get out of bed and that's okay but like yeah <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's important to take care of yourself. And, and for me personally, you know, I'm, I, I don't mind if you like, you know, want to wear like your sweatpants and your t-shirt sometimes, yeah. but like, you know, if we're going out or hanging together, it would be nice if you smelled okay. Well, I once had a guy, like again, that guy that I dated for two weeks, he once told me that like, he had been wearing the same shirt for like a week or something and was like, oh, he's like, you know, it's so weird. I normally like care about what I smell like or what I do but like with you I don't feel that way and no I'm like, please do I'm like dude why are you telling me that you're not washing your clothes and that you don't give a shit about it like for me like, right and then like my wife said that someone that she no. that she spent time with and stuff like told her that he didn't clean his he would clean for somebody else when somebody else was coming over but when she was coming over he didn't bother and she's like, yeah, that makes me feel good. Like, thanks. I'm so glad that you think so little of me. Yes. I really appreciate that. That's yeah. so romantic. <laughs> but yeah, so we should probably wrap up oh, now. Yeah. Oh, and gosh, so... we've been talking. Oh, well, I mean, that's what we do. Podcast. That's what we do. <laughs> well, I would hope you just sitting here like, size. So I just don't what? know where it goes. It's like, what's your deal breaker? Oh, things and stuff. Things and stuff. Just <laughs> casual. No anecdotes. Just, casual. Just things and stuff. Um, but anyways, thank you so much for listening. As um, always. We're hoping to get a uh, guest on soon. We want to talk about polyness, and I've never really been in a consensual poly dynamic and so it'd be kind of cool to talk to someone who has been in a consensual poly dynamic that works you yeah. know and so yeah you can reach us at uh at queer cauldron we're on instagram twitter and tumblr um and facebook and fa- oh yeah we are on facebook as well like uh, subscribe share. write reviews five stars yes. tell your friends about us yes um and hopefully we oh yeah please five stars star us because that really does help us a lot we're slowly uh, taking over the world we got international like listenership i yes. want to see that just so yeah you can spread. also you can also call us or text us hey at 323-285-0164 and again i will hopefully try to change the voicemail where if you don't want your voice on air uh you can just say please don't air this but here's my question common concern um yeah give us oh, show ideas speaking of we also did get a question recently from one of our um one of our listeners who's been just absolutely sweet but um he asked about how he can support us financially yes. so that we can keep this podcast going yes and i believe the link automatically comes in the description it so does. it does so but we will also throw that on our instagram as well as our 
Twitter, our Facebook, and we will hopefully be setting up a Patreon soon. That would be awesome. As we soon would as we love figure to... out how that works. Yeah, we're getting a new logo designed, so um, we hope to have some like buttons and merch and yes. stuff and that we, we can give us rewards. We will have a we're website. really excited for it. Yes. And I'm just like, I can't believe that we're like, is this episode seven? Episode seven. Oh my gosh, we're seven episodes in. Like... This is so exciting to yes. me. Like, I never thought I'd be doing this. Anyway, I could go on forever. Yes. So I'm just going to leave you with um, our daily piece of wisdom, which is to do no harm, but take no shit. Bye. <laughs>